Welcome to the Agree to Disagree show, a show that discusses news, politics, and pop culture with your host, Luigi C. I want to see how many people I can agree to disagree with. We will try to solve life's great mysteries. Why is the sky blue? Why do we lean left or right? Why are we all nuts? Let's start the show. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode 51 of the Agree to Disagree show, where we discuss current events, politics, pop culture, and social issues. I'm your host, Luigi C. Um, let me speak about my sponsors first before we begin the show. This episode is brought to you by our main sponsor, CigarNights.com, where you cigar aficionados can get all your cigar accessories, and Audible.com where uh, Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs, news, business, and self-development. Sign up now for your free 30-day trial and free ebook, clicking on the link in the show notes at audibletrial.com backslash agree to disagree. So before I begin tonight, I just wanted to um, say a huge thank you Um as you, as you know, tonight is episode 51, and uh, I just want to say a huge thank you to everybody that has supported me uh, on this journey uh, through my first 50 episodes. Uh, I didn't think I would get there, but uh, thank you, everybody, to whoever's uh, sent a text, sent a message, um, just saying, you know, whatever, enjoy your show, keep it up, keep fighting the good fight, keep doing what you're doing. Um, I truly, I truly appreciate it. And I just wanted to thank you all tonight before we get started. So as, um, as I do every week, um, this, I could see there's quite a few people watching already, and, um, I want you to talk in, write in, put in your comments tonight. I'm flying solo. Uh, I had a lot of things as I do on my promo, a lot of things to get off my chest as there's a lot going on right now in the world, especially here in Quebec, Canada. Um, so let's get into it without further ado. First of all, I just want to say hi to, uh, the dirty four podcast, Melanie Asaf, um, Mike Rocco. Thank you very much for your comments guys and saying hi, hello. So, uh, like I said, guys, feel free to put in your comments, ask questions, whatever, um, you, uh, want to ask or discuss. We have quite a few things to discuss tonight. So we're going to start, um, by I wanted to touch base uh, to, to talk about what happened this week when um, the Quebec Public Health Director, uh, Dr. Horatio um, Arruda, resigned. Put that in parentheses. Um, basically, why I put that in parentheses, and as as actually as a friend of mine pointed out that there apparently there's a lot of doctors that across the the, the globe that are resigning. Um, that are um, public health uh, directors across the globe that are resigning. So that could only tell me one thing, that uh, these public health directors are clashing with these politicians that are putting uh, these draconian laws into place and measures into place without listening to the science and without listening to their public health directors. Um, so what I said before... Um, like I said, Mary Lou, yes, thank you very much. Uh, in my opinion, more like forced out. 
yes, that's exactly it. Um, <laughs> Mary Lou uh, believes, uh, agrees with me 100%. Um, I highly doubt that he resigned. Um, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to downplay the questionable decisions or things that uh, Dr. Ruda said in the past. Um, I think he was still just like the rest of us are just trying to get through this pandemic. Um, however, I really just see him as a sacrificial lamb here, the scapegoat uh, for uh, our Premier Legault. See, thing is, Legault has always played politics. Every mood, move is calculated. And um, even though it goes contrary to popular opinion he doesn't care because he knows he's gonna he's gonna get reelected and again um just another poll today just today after going back to a curfew and a complete lockdown he's still 18 points ahead of the liberal party in quebec so anyone questioning whether or not he's gonna get reelected guys he's gonna get reelected and you know why he's gonna get reelected is because every move he does is not for the benefit of us is not for the health of protecting Quebecers it's all bullshit they're all political moves all of them okay another thing before I get into your rocket your your comments because the the comment section is 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 on fire already um there were rumors, and I don't think it's a rumor. I'm pretty sure it's it's not far from reality that um, he openly questioned Aruda, Doctor Aruda, openly questioned Mr. Legault in a meeting, saying we are where we are in the pandemic because of our poor social, uh, excuse me, our poor health system that. They had two years. Again, I've said this ad nauseum, many other podcasts. They had two years. I'm not saying that they could have fixed the problem that's been accumulating for five, four, five decades. I'm saying they could have done something better. They could have made some adjustments. Okay. So he decides to call them out according to multiple reports. And now you expect me to believe that Dr. Horatio Aruda resigned. Guys, listen, if, if, if Legault didn't care about politic, politics and his engulfed ego, I've never seen an ego like this in my life, he will not be doing what he's doing right now. All right? So here in the chat room, I see um, their Dirty Four podcast saying they are resigning, in parentheses, because they have something bigger coming up, possibly. Claudio saying more like offered to resign, more like forced to resign. Mary Lou uh, Teresi agrees. My friend Sonia Rodi agrees. Um, Quebec Solidaire will come in strong. Well, um, thanks, uh, Cafe Roma, Villery. Big Jimmy. Thanks, Jim. Um, well, unfortunately, Quebec Solidaire is third right now in, in voting. Um, so this is the most recent poll that was just released this morning. Mike Rocco says, how is everyone still asleep at Legault's, to Legault's BS? Um, I don't know, Mike. I don't know, but um, you know, guys, I'm gonna tell you that I've I've been um, I've been called out uh, saying that I'm promoting civil disobedience. Um, but you know what, guys? At a certain point, um, you have to start questioning the government and the decisions behind them and why they're making these decisions. So I'm not saying to go out there and start shooting people and start 
and uh, vandalizing businesses. And I'm just saying at a certain point, you have to stand up to what is right. And when I say that, I'm specifically talking about our restaurant business owners, our cafe owners, our bar owners, and our gym owners. They have dealt, they have been dealt with the brunt of all this, of having to pay the price for it is inept decisions on a political and a social issue that they they can't do anything right. And yet all these business owners have been made to pay the price. Enough is enough, like a pizza owner said today, regardless of whatever the government does, January 30th, he's going to reopen to the public with sanitary measures in place. I say everybody, everybody should support this, this pizza owner. Okay. And every other bar, cafe, they should all follow suit bar gyms they should all follow suit and all open on january 30th what is he gonna do he's gonna he's, he's gonna fine all of you is that what he's gonna do come on guys at a certain point here we have a responsibility to these people that are losing their livelihood and losing their business i was watching a hockey game yesterday as everyone knows i'm a bruins fan i live in montreal i'm watching a sold out boston garden sold out 20,000 people here. We can't even have one. How does this make sense to you? A four hour drive away, four hour drive, excuse me, five hour drive. They could have 20,000 up to the, the, the Raptors full celebrating the Bruins kicking Montreal's ass last night, but yet we can't have anybody at the bell center. How do we not question this? How? Melanie says, regardless whether he resigned or forced out, bottom line, he will go against the Premier now and shit will hit the fan. Well, you know what, Melanie? I don't think it will, and I'll tell you why. Because he was probably given a nice package and had to probably sign a non-disclosure agreement or something that he cannot say anything against the government. I, I put my hand in fire. Put my hand in fire. So I don't see that happening either. Benny Bernetti says he was forced to resign. If you remember correctly, a few weeks ago, Aruda mentioned that he got double vaccination. It doesn't work on live TV. They approached him fast and he had to leave that fast. That's right, Benny. Amongst other things that he said. My good friend, Tony Chichi says media didn't help by sitting on Aruda, uh, shitting on Aruda continuously. No, Chichi, they didn't. But you know what? Um, yeah, no, they, they didn't help either. Absolutely. Mike Morocco says our power is in our numbers. Sonia Roddy says they should be held accountable for all the divide they have caused, businesses that have suffered, and most importantly, decline in mental health. Sonia, I could not you know, agree with you anymore. I can't overstate the damage that this has done to our collective mental health in adults, to the level of anxiety and mental health that this has brought upon our children that can't even see their friends that have been having forced to do online learning. I can't even tell you the number of cases that I hear in discussing with people or messages that are sent to me that their kids' characters have completely changed because of this. Claudio Capri says, ah, don't get me started on hockey and we live in Quebec. <laughs> Mark Arcangeli, it's wrong to close businesses when the SAC and SQDC is still open. Well, my good friend Mark Arcangeli, from Shemandar, guys, go check them out for all your jewelry needs on Jean Talon Street. Um, you're totally right, Mark. 
you're totally right. But according, according, according to Mr. Legault, the SAQ and the SQDC, marijuana and alcohol, is what it's 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 a uh, what what's the word? It, it, it's a prerequisite. People need it, right? <laughs> oh man, Sebastian uh, Sebastiani Mario Mario says yes, I agree. But some people have short memories and are COVID obsessed and are quick to post pics of themselves getting vaxxed and double vaxxed and boosted, and then have twenty people over Christmas and New Year's Eve. But funny, they do not post pics of that. I know many out there. That's true, Mario. We have to walk the walk. I and mean, sometimes, you know, the do as I say, don't do as I do. Famous line from a great Genesis song that I know Jesus, he loves me. Is that we, you know, we have to sometimes do what we, we have to walk the talk, right? We have to, we have to walk the talk. Mary Lou says, yes, Sonia. And it's, let's not talk about the divide between family and friends. That's a good point. Thank you, Mary Lou. I was having a discussion with the friends and uh, me and my hairdresser that I, I cannot believe I, I've seen so much divide, um, so much divide amongst friends, amongst colleagues, and even more disturbingly so between family and friends. Um, guys, listen, I'll say it, and I'm going to say it again tonight. I'm double vaxxed, but there, there could be a separation between believing in vaccines, but also believing in the right that is protected by the Charter of Rights and Freedoms in Canada, okay, that everyone should have their own decision to make a decision on what they put in their own body. And then you have the premier. So I, I, could, I could be both. I could be pro-vax, but I could also protect the right of my friend or my family member that does not want to be vaccinated for whatever reason. I don't care. Whether it's right or wrong, guys, it's his or her decision. They should have the right in a free and democratic country to make that decision. And now let's make more of a divide. Let's put a tax on the unvaccinated. This is preposterous. Now I found out today that Mr. Legault is going to pass this, is going to try to pass this at, uh, as law in February, okay, in the House of Commons. At the in parliament, let's hope to God it doesn't, because this is a strict, strict violation of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Okay. By then, but he's admittedly said, okay, Monday the curfew is going to end, and by by February, by the next couple of weeks, hospitalizations are going to peak, and everything should be fine, and we should go back to normal. Schools, kids are going back to school, but yet you're going to still tax the unvaccinated. How much more of a divide do you want to do in your own population? I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And, and it's like everything he's doing is counterintuitive, counterintuitive to him being reelected, meaning that people are going to see this and they're going to hate him and they're going to want to vote for someone else and for change for what he's put us through the last two years. But yet the numbers are still there. Okay, he lost a few points in this last, in this last um, poll. But he's 18 points ahead of the Quebec Liberal Party. <sighs> I don't know. Claudio says funerals are making money due to suicides. For sure, Claudio. Sonia Roddy, as a child behavior coach, it turns my heart so much what this has done to our children. Yeah. 
Me too, Sonia. Trust me. I hear some stories, and I'm sure you've heard so many. By the way, guys, go back to my my library of episodes and check out when Sonia was on my show as a guest. Um, Tony Chichi says, the only ones that you're going to make money with this new tax are the lawyers. <laughs> Very well said, Tony, as, as usual. Um, Mary Lou, I'm also double vax, but I don't care what my friends choose to do. Like you said, it is their choice. And anyway, if I'm vaccinated, why should I be worried if I get COVID if the vaccine is supposed to minimize my symptoms and chance of being hospitalized? And I just recovered from COVID, FYI. Thank you very much, Mary Lou. You couldn't have said it any better. That's exactly it. Everybody should have their right. And mandating a vaccine, to me, um, again, one other thing that I've said, at what point do we start comparing ourselves to a totalitarian regime? At what point exactly? Show me your passport to go to a restaurant, to a big store, not big ticket, square footage store, right? Don't get vaccinated. You're going to get taxed for it. So at this point, what are you going to tax everybody that's overweight, every smoker, every heavy drinker? You're going to tax them too? It's the same thing, guys. Think about it. Mario says it will not pass. Remember when they wanted to pass the same tax on smokers and the court said no? Like it or not, the court set a precedent on this. Very well said. Thank you, Mario, for that comment. Is it different if you're CAC supporters and unvaccinated? What a joke, this government and province. <laughs> yeah. Karma is going to get this man in current power. I don't think it will, Claudio. I really don't think it will because polls, like I've said for a long time, there's not enough support for the liberals that are second. There's not enough support. Everything is uh, Lorenzo. Hey, Lorenzo, how's it going? Everything is divide. Think about it. Vaccine choice, language laws, keyboard warriors, media choosing what narrative, etc. Again, Lorenzo, thank you so much. Yes, it's the divide and conquer politics. I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him, guys. I really will. I'm going to give it to him. He's a smart politician. Any other politician, anybody would do the decisions he's made in the last two years. And I've spoken to so many people that are so fed up. And I could just imagine how many more, okay, how many more are fed up. But yet, he's still going to get that vote. This is what, it, it, it keeps me up at night. I lose sleep. I don't understand how he's still 18 points ahead in the polls. 18 points, guys. C'est pas n'importe quoi. 18 points. Oh, my sister Anna is chiming in tonight. Yeah, because COVID is only a Costco and Canadian tire. <laughs> yeah, Anna. And, uh, you know, uh, and another thing, okay? Um, he, he said in his presser that the curfew worked and that Monday he's taken out the curfew. And uh, the head of the Quebec uh, Conservative Party, Eric, uh, I forget, sorry, his last name escapes me, uh, said, if you look at all that, which is all bullshit, he called him out totally on it. He says, um, it's all bullshit. Because if you look at the at the tendencies and the numbers across all the countries, um, the numbers are down across the board. And those other countries that he compared it with or provinces did not have a curfew. So once again, it's all fucking bullshit. Thank you very much, Eric Duham. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Lorenzo. Thank you, uh, Tony Cheech. So 
I don't know where he gets his. I I really, you know, I'm I'm trying to understand this this man, Mr. Legault. I I can't for the life of me. I really can't. Um. So. I I I. I, I don't know where we're heading, guys. I don't know. I know that a lot of people are questioning even leaving the province, leaving the province, leaving the country. Uh, quite a few, trust me, quite a few. And that's just a few that I've talked to. So uh, I guess, guys, let's stay tuned. I just wanted to talk about that. Um, um, yeah. So what is Joey Fumi saying here? Uh, Fumo, um, I have one vax. My doctor tells me to wait for a second after my radiation treatments. I don't get it. Uh, I am so confused. <laughs> well, Joey, I think it's because your immune system is so down during your uh, radiation treatments that your doctor probably said, um, wait for your, your second shot. Um, I, I would presume. I would presume that's why he told you. Anyway, buddy, I know you're going to beat this freaking disease, and uh, we're, we're all rooting for you, all the cigar buddies, and even everybody at the Agree to Disagree show is rooting for uh, Joey Fumo. Yeah, Mike looks like Mike's already going to Florida. What's Angelo? Angelo saying, you don't understand him? I don't understand people who still vote for this demagogue. Ange, again, you're preaching to the choir, buddy. You're preaching to the choir. I don't understand either for the life of me. Lorenzo, as a population, we are too complacent because we are comfortable. They will continue following their own agendas. But you know what, I, uh, you know what Lorenzo? What I'm seeing now is a lot more people standing up and talking and screaming out. I'm seeing a lot more of that. And I'm happy to see that. It's not just in the protests. I'm seeing online. I'm seeing you know restaurant owners uh, threatening to open and 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 contrary to what what they're what they're saying. I'm seeing a lot of people that are fed up and all I could say, guys, and not this is all honestly what I'm trying to do here is just get these things out there. Not try to start a movement, but let's just think. Let's think for ourselves, guys. Let's think for ourselves. Let's let's question when things don't make sense. Okay. So that's all I'm gonna say on that. Sonia Roddy saying, wishing you well, Joey. Awesome. Lorenzo, all the best, Joey. Godspeed, Joey, from Antonio Chichi. There you go, Joey. Some support, some love from uh, some uh, Agree to Disagree show fans and some of my personal friends as well. So you're going to, you got this, buddy. You got this. Great segue into something else I wanted to talk about. And it's funny, I had put this in my notes and I wanted to discuss it tonight about free speech and questioning the narrative and questioning everything in society. I'm not sure how many of you have seen the explosive interview of Vince Gusso when he was uh, a guest on the Freeway Frank's uh, new podcast, um, uh, the Drive, the Drive By podcast. By the way, it's a, it's really really good. It's fantastic. He has three episodes up. Anyway, so Vince Gusso was on, and they had a really long chat, a la Joe Rogan, and. Um, Mr. Sunshine, yeah, <laughs> Rocco, uh, Mike, um, was on. And uh, let me tell you, I listened to it all. And it was removed from YouTube. And for uh, community guidelines or misinformation, I'm not sure exactly what it was. 
and Freeway Frank had put it um, had put it on uh, everywhere on social media. I'm sure he was in shock. I even sent him a message, and uh, but uh, lo and behold, today um, he the video was back on after further review. I guess he he um, asked for another review, and after upon further review, it was put back on YouTube, and it's currently there. It's about sixteen thousand views. Uh, has been shared quite a few, uh, quite a bit. So I was happy to see that, but I, I yes, Mike, um, he he definitely did uh, drop some serious political bomb on that show. So guys, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, it's a doozy. It's a doozy. So I could see somebody from Lego's office picking up the phone and calling who knows at YouTube and say, "Hey, let's get the show off the air. Let's get this episode off the air." So I'm glad to see that it's back on. All right. Lorenzo saying it's a big problem to our freedom when social media company has more power than the government. Absolutely, Lorenzo. So this is what I was going to say. See, I'm not saying that we shouldn't ban violence or anything depicting violence against children, against against women, uh, pedophiles, anyone promoting hate or violence against a certain group. That is not at all what I'm saying, guys. Do not put words in my mouth. What I'm saying is that when a video was put, taken off of YouTube, even though it was put back on because of some um, community bullshit guidelines, we have a problem here, guys. And I've said this many times before, a lot of the biggest podcasters and social commentary people on, on online have said it as well. When you cannot have a proper discourse, when you do not allow the people to make their own decisions and go get their information, not from legacy media, not from CNN and Fox and God knows whatever bullshit is out there because God knows we've had, because people have had enough. But you know what? If they want to get their information from Vince Gutzel and make a difference and make and, and make a decision based on that, well, you know what? They should be able to. They should be able to. It's the same thing that now you have a couple of doctors trying to sign a letter, trying to get Joe Rogan off Spotify. Here we go again. Why? Because Joe Rogan, like him or hate him, I don't care if you like him or hate him, but you know what? I listen When I listen to one of his podcasts, I listen to it all. I don't take a three, four, five-minute snippet. I make my decision on the entire episode. And you know what, Joe? You know what Joe Rogan could be faulted for? Being in the middle. Actually, some could say he's even left-leaning. And asking the hard questions. And questioning. And, and, and telling people to think for themselves. And question the narrative. Of big pharma. Of politics. Politicians. Government. Big government. Twitter. YouTube. Censoring. That's all he's telling you. So that's you're going to blame a guy for that. You're going to blame... Blame Joe Rogan, the biggest podcaster in the world, for that. I I can't wait to see. Um, I can't wait to see what what Spotify uh, does with this, uh, because they stood by him with 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 everything else. And anyway, they're they're not an American. They're not an American company. Uh, I believe they're a European company. I'm not sure where. So um, I'm hoping that they they stick by their guns and um, yeah. I hope they stick by their guns. Um, 
Lorenzo says it's a big problem with our feet. Yeah, sorry, we already did that. Mark, uh, how can you watch the video? Uh, you could just go on YouTube and uh, uh, check ver uh, the drive-by by Freeway Frank, drive-by podcast by Freeway Frank. You could find it. It'd be very easy. Sonia Roddy says critical thinking seems to be non-existent these days. Um, yeah, absolutely, Sonia. It absolutely. Uh, Mike Gutsu should be in politics. He, I'm not sure if you watched the whole episode. He did basically say that it is his. Um, he has to. He has to, and he will. So he's running for. I'm not sure if it be federal or provincial, but he basically did say in that um, that he will. So uh, let's put it at. Let, let's let's leave it at that. Um, I want to uh, just switch. Um, oh, somebody just put in the show notes here in the comments. So there's the the, the link. Thank you, uh, Patty Gigi. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, next subject. I want to talk about an article that it came came across today, uh, entitled, and you guys know I always, always, I'm always literally losing my mind over this um the title of the article is quebec university classrooms are not safe spaces says academic freedom committee okay um the provincial government created this committee in march in reaction to reports about professors in the province who avoided teaching controversial material out of fear of confrontation with students the committee is also in response to controversy at the university of ottawa where a professor was suspended in 2020 for using the N-word during a class lecture. So, very disturbing, that first letter, in reaction to reports about professors in the province who avoided teaching controversial material out of fear of confrontation with students. So, basically, what you're saying is that now this woke, this woke generation of students are dictating what they're going to learn in school. Is that what you're telling me? Now, somebody, if you are, I'm going to tell my son, he could ask his, he could, he could ask his, his, his students, his teachers, whatever he wants to learn. Is that where we are now? Is this is where we are? Is, is basically, this is where we are, right? Where the students could dictate what they're going to learn. Okay. The report included results from a poll of 1,079 professors and 992 university students indicating that 60% of the teachers said they engaged in self-censorship and avoided using certain words. 82% of the teachers said they were in favor of no restrictions regarding what they could teach or say in class. Klutzi, who is now um, the head of this committee, is the vice chancellor at the Université du Québec à Chicoutimi, recommended the government adopt a bill that would create a universal definition of academic freedom and would protect that freedom on university campuses across the province. Here is the, this quote I love. I think we forgot what is the mission of universities, Klutzi told reporters Tuesday. It's taken for granted, but what we have seen is that it's not the case and a law would define it. Teachers must be able to exercise their free, freedom of teaching and researching this is what allows our society to move forward. And this is where critical thinking comes from. This is where learning history 
properly, not history of what you choose or history that doesn't make you uncomfortable. Okay? Because then, then in that case, the students in Germany that were saying, we don't want to learn about the Holocaust because it makes us, it, it, it basically makes us too uncomfortable. Well, tough luck, Cookie. Tough fucking luck. Tough luck. You're going to forget that there was a Holocaust and how many millions of Jews died? We're going we're gonna to forget that, right? This is what this generation wants to do. So now it's being forced upon lawmakers to pass laws that they would be protected, these teachers, protected to actually teach their curriculum. That's all they want to do is teach their curriculum. That's all they want to do. And Lorenzo, yes, left-wing infiltrations and CJEPs and universities. I know you and I have had this discussion so many times, my friend. So many times. And luckily, you know what? My son is still in, in high school, just started high school, and my younger son is, is in elementary, so I have time to work on them both. And let's hope by the time they get to CJEP and universities, things have fucking changed. I pray to God for, for the sanity the sanity of these teachers, the sanity of, of society, that we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make these students decide what they learn. What the fuck is going on, guys? What is going on? <sighs> unbelievable, unbelievable, man. This is it's it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Um one last thing I wanted to touch on tonight, guys, is um, this disturbing story um, out of Granby, um, where a little girl was killed. Uh, she 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 died, and where she was. Um, Suffocated, the path, patho uh, pathologist testified that the girl suffocated after being wrapped in tape, including over her nose and mouth. The pathologist said there was no other signs of trauma that would explain the death. Now, as horrific as this is, and you know I've always been a proponent on our, our Canadian laws have to change. So let me get back to that for a second. So as pathetic and as as horrible and heart-wrenching this is is the sentences that the stepmother got which is second degree murder and a prison sentence for life without parole for 13 years first of all why the fuck do you say life and 13 years in the same sentence are you <laughs> Okay, okay, and let me calm down. What's worse is that biological father got four years, four years in this. The girl's father pleaded guilty to forcible confinement and was sentenced to four years for his role in the girl's death. He admitted that he helped restrain his daughter with a shirt. He got four years. He got four years, guys. She got possibility of parole after 13 years 
13 years. And she's appealing the murder conviction. I want to know. I know, and I know Sonia is going to be just as mad as me because she's always in the same, you know, in the same ballpark as me. Okay. Our, our laws are absolutely disgusting. What I want to know is when were these laws written? When? When were these laws written? I, I just I just want to know when were these laws written? Nothing is ever, never, never edged in cement. You can't change these fucking laws. The fucking father the biological father had a clear role in the death of this child and he's going to prison for four years could you imagine the biological mother how her horrified horrified she is that the stepmother put tape over the child's nose I don't know. I want to know if anyone knows, how can we not change these laws? How do you not see something is wrong here? This is what I want to know. How do you not see this? Zorica says, U.S. law the best. Prison 123 years and in certain states, states death penalty. Absolutely, Zorica. Absolutely. We're not saying here that this was an accident. Did she mean to kill this child? I don't know. I don't care. She kept this child overnight with tape over her nose and mouth. How the fuck is this kid supposed to breathe? And she could be out in parole in 13 years? And God knows in Canada, she'll probably be out in five. And they're going to send her to a club med and maybe give her $20 million for a wrongful conviction. Come on, guys. Come on, man. We got to do better than this. Come on, Canada. We got to do better than this. We have to do better than this. I, I, I'm at a loss. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't pretend to have a solution, but Someone has to look at these laws. When were these laws written? hundred years ago? What the fuck? When it was at the wild, wild west? Kill your child. Do whatever the fuck you want. Where are we? Are we in a third world country here? Honor killings now. Are you, are you serious? Are you serious? Because, because the stepmother admitted during the trial that she had wrapped a girl in tape after the child ran away from the family's home. She also claimed she did it out of concern for the girl's safety because she feared the girl would jump out of her bedroom window. She admitted the girl remained taped up overnight and was scheduled to see a child psych psychiatrist in the following afternoon, but she denies covering the girl's nose and mouth. So yeah, the kid, the kid dies of asphyxiation because you wrapped her fucking hands. I hope she fucking rots in her own mind for the rest of her life. For the rest of her fucking miserable life. That's what I hope she does. Danny Muchicharo, robbers and drug dealers get more severe convictions. Yeah, Danny, thank you very much. Exactly. We are in a fourth world country. You know what? It's true, Claudio. It's good. With all these laws, it's true. We are. We're living in a total. We, we might as well just be living in China. Vaccine passports, can't do what you want. You could kill your own kid. You could do what you want. 
do what you want. The government decides what you do. Soon the government's going to tell you, they're already telling us we're going to vaccinate our kids. This is where we're at now. This is where we're at. Guys, I'm sorry. This has been a very bleak episode. I'm really sorry, but I had to get these things off my chest because I honestly don't sleep. And again, I'm going to say it. I do this show because I want to pass this message and I want to make everyone think about so many different topics. Think about it. Because collectively, you know what? You may think we cannot make a difference, but yes, we can make a difference. But everybody's speaking up, standing up to the government. Standing up. Change your fucking laws. Change your laws, man. Change your laws. She appealed her conviction. And the father gets four years. I, I don't know what else to say to that. I really don't. Sonia says, as hard as it is, it's important to discuss. Thank you. Thanks, Sonia. And I think that that's a great way to end off this uh, this episode. Um, guys, everybody, I want to thank you so much for tuning in, for putting in all your comments, and again, for supporting me through this awesome ride. I, I love I love this, sh what I do. I promise you I'm going to continue to do it. And uh, if you guys keep supporting me, I'm going to continue doing it. I want to hit 100. I want to hit 200. And who knows? And we'll take it from there. Again, guys, thank you so much. Um, you're probably all in home soon. Curfew is in about an hour and a half, an hour and 15 minutes, excuse me. <laughs> but starting Monday, we could party. So, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Last comment. Lorenzo says, I think laws have been getting more lax because of liberal ideas. Yeah, they have. Absolutely. Eh, like we've always talked about. Anything goes. La vie est belle. On peut faire qu'est-ce qu'on veut. We can do what we want. La, la, la. La vie est belle. Guys, thanks again, again. Wishing you all um, a great Thursday evening, a beautiful Friday, and a wonderful uh, weekend. And uh, take care of yourselves. Thank you, Zorica, for, for tuning in. Um, I appreciate you all. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Agree to Disagree show. Make sure you like, subscribe, and tell all your friends about it. Until next time.